Hello everyone, welcome to the first of three Keep Calm and Carry On podcasts brought to you by Hort Innovation and the AMTA. I'm Patrick McClellan and I work for Portino Valley and I'm sitting here with Claire Hamilton-Bate. Hello Claire. Hi Patrick. So today we are going to talk about reputation and we're going to tackle the key things when it comes to protecting the reputation of the Australian mushroom industry and the Australian mushroom brand and how we as a collective are here to help Australian growers manage and protect their reputation in the face of issues. Before we get to all that, I think we should do a little introduction of ourselves, Claire, just to sort of see who we are and what we do so these people know who they're listening to. So Claire, take us through your career and why you're here talking to us today. Well, let's focus on my mushroom career, Patrick. Um, I've been involved with the mushroom industry since my first year in Australia. I did some work with the AMJ back in 1995. And I've been involved in some capacity with the mushroom industry ever since, but very much in the background. There is a resource to provide expertise, particularly in the food safety compliance. And now, I guess, broader, we use the umbrella term sustainability space, um, providing technical advice and support to the industry. And what do you think about the mushroom industry? Why are you such a fan or why have you been involved in the mushroom industry for more than 20 years? See, I love mushroom. I love all of horticulture and all of agriculture, but mushrooms to me is a science like what the growers do is growing a crop it's it's the earliest form of controlled environment agriculture that's a trendy sector to be in now mushroom growers have been in it forever so it's it's as much a science as it is growing and yeah me it's it's such an art so it's interesting you talk about the science of agriculture because that's probably the main reason i'm in my position as well so i've been working in communications for nearly a couple of decades now I'm off a farm in rural Victoria, and I love talking about agriculture. I love talking about growers um, and the work that they do to be productive and sustainable and profitable. Um, But I also think agriculture is perhaps the world's greatest industry, but it's also the most misunderstood industry. So I want to be able to change that. And as a communicator, I thrive on trying to change perceptions around what I think is a wonderful sector, which is really misunderstood. Um, And... The thing that drives me about this is it's the, it's the ultimate ingenuity and sophistication of the industry. Uh, and when it comes to tech, ag tech, quality assurance, agronomic innovation, you name it, farmers are farmers and growers and mushroom growers are some of the best in the world. And it's I love communicating, either protecting their reputation or telling stories about why they do things really well. So that's why I'm here. And I guess, Patrick, the other reason we're here is we're operating in such a different environment to, I guess, ever before. So now anything you do is at the scrutiny of the whole wide world. And we're talking today about crisis and risk. And quite often any crisis in any sector in our agricultural space, the public may well know about it at exactly the same point as you do as industry. Um, And it may get out to media. Well, it will far faster than ever before. And that's part of your role, yes? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. When I first started working in public relations, I used to tell my grandma, what did I do? And I'd tell my grandma, I'd try to keep things in the paper or keep things out of it. Today, it's media is 30 to 40% of what we do. When it comes to communication reputation, there's this whole ecosystem, social media. It's this instant, uh, instant, completely sort of uh, tumble dryer of content that happens. And this makes the the way in which we as communicators and we are managing issues, particularly on behalf of any industry, uh, absolutely more important to have systems and protocols and procedures in place 
to be able to support the industry. And I think today we'll run through some of those systems and procedures to be able to show how we can support growers in protecting their reputation. So a little bit of an intro for what we're here for. So um, this podcast is all about issues and how we as Portano Valley and drawing on expertise with people like Claire and, and others in the industry can protect the industry from issues from becoming crises. Um, the only way we can do that, though, is if we're working cohesively and closely with the grower. You guys are at the front line of the industry. You're seeing the things happen before they become issues. We need to be able to hear from you to be able to support you in managing and predicting your reputation. So my message up front on this, please keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, understand the risks that are on farm. And I'm sitting here with Claire, who will be able to take you through all of these. Um, and let's all work to support each other. The bottom line is we are here to help. There's a system called AIMSAFE, which I hope you've all heard about, but that is a, a, a system that's there to be able to support you. If you see some issues, you have some concerns, there's a number there for you to be able to call to spring into action to help you. It's a rigorous, tested, quality system that's ready to roll 24-7. It's there to protect growers, it's there to protect individual growers, and it's also there to protect the industry. But it can only work if you guys are out there calling us to be able to let you know how we can help. There's a number, and I am going to say it. I'm going to say it a few times, but 0457 298 Please, if you have any questions or thought about issues and reputation, give us a call. Today we're here to talk about reputation and how we can work with the industry to ensure issues don't become a crisis. The best place to start when it comes to issues management is the customer or consumers themselves. There's a real opportunity at the moment with issues management in that consumers have a greater understanding or greater desire to know exactly how food is produced. And that is a wonderful opportunity for Providence and to talk about the wonderful things that Australia's farmers do when it comes to producing quality produce. It also provides an enormous amount of risk and it's the risk that we need to prepare for as an industry. So I guess what you're saying, Patrick, is that everyone potentially, if there is a crisis or an issue, they know as much or as more than you and in exactly the same frame, time frame that you do. So it's a whole different ballgame to crises in the past. And that's why it's really important to do the work before the information comes out. You need to be able to prepare and do all the work before uh, you're actually responding. So issues management, in, our, in my eyes, is like an iceberg. You need to work to prepare as much as you possibly can about 90% of your work to prepare for industry for when um, you need to communicate. The 10% is actually responding. And that's what we do with the Australian mushroom growers industry and with that Hort Innovation to be able to help prepare the industry before issues occur. So I think it's really important for us to define our role. And our role here, and it's written into our work, is that we are here to protect and enhance the Australian mushroom brand by ensuring the industry responds to any threat or issue in a planned, coordinated and unified manner. In other words, we all work together to be able to respond, prepare for and to respond to issues. Now, there's a whole lot of work that we do with the industry to prepare for that. And we've got some clear guiding principles or sort of roadmaps for how we as an industry responds. Above all, and to start, we must do things right. We must act with integrity act ethically and do things in the way that a consumer would want us to do. And ultimately, that's something that we all need to do, whether we're in communications or on farm. 
when we respond, the bottom line is we will always do what we can to protect the greater good of the industry. Manage reputation so that individuals or the collective are supported and the brand is enhanced. And a lot of the work that we do is actually with an individual issue, to, a grower to manage an issue, or more broadly with the industry itself. And we've got a couple of examples we'll run through in these podcasts talking about that. Key to any major issues is the fact that we need to be united and unified in our voices. Um, we've no silos with a core single message, but we also need to be agile and be ready to respond as quickly as and effectively as possibly can. It doesn't mean that we ultimately will respond, but we need to be ready to respond as much as possible. We need to set out accountability for what we're going to do and why we're going to do it and how we're going to amend or fix a problem. And we've got we need some clear protocols for how we as an industry respond or communicate when we need to. And that's what this whole program is about. That's what the brand and reputation work that we do is. It, it provides the industry with some clear protocols to be able to respond and a lot of preparatory work for us to be able to, um, to, to at least preempt some of those issues before they get thrown at us. And so on the grower side, Patrick, where there are already so many systems in place on farm or in pack houses, um, whether it's food safety and quality systems, whether it's environmental management, whether it's all the fair work compliance that growers have to have to meet, they're the foundation blocks, I think I'm hearing you say, for everything that you do, because without those in place, it's very difficult for you to represent industry. There's, there's no opportunity for reputation to be enhanced without knowing what's actually happening on farm. I've talked about up front the pride and passion we have for the work that growers do, but there's also an element of risk and there's also things that happen for any farm, it happen on any farm. So we need to know what's happening. We need to be able to work with farmers to prepare their business for issues before they, before they get out and we need to be able to understand and support them when things break. I think that's a really good point for us to explain about AMSAFE. If we're thinking about issues in terms of the foreseen and the unforeseen, and we're thinking about preempting issues as well as actually real-time responses, I think there's one important tool that we need to flag early on, and that's the Mushroom Industries AMSAFE initiative. Now, I've been involved with the industry for 20 plus years and AMSAFE's always been there. Do you want to just step through, because that is the very immediate crisis management tool that's available for all mushroom growers. Um, do you want to step through how that bit actually works and how it fits with all your preemptive work as well? So AMSAFE is a coordinated system that has been set up for many years to support the industry. It's rigorous, it's tested, um, and it's 24-7 and ready to roll at a moment's notice. So I think that's really important for growers. So that's where, as a grower, if I there's something immediate to my business or something I think might be affecting the whole industry, AmSafe is the vehicle. It's the hotline I call to flag something that tips a, another sequence of events. Yeah, so there's a whole group of people, of experts, on call, ready to support and to understand the issue that the grower raises. So um, it can either be an issue that... Uh, that uh, it can either be a topic or something that a grower needs to be some advice on that can that can be there, you know, that, a number to call to be able to support them to be able to manage that and to prepare for that if it gets more external. Or in a severe case, you often got there's a whole cascading 
escalation plan of people that can step in to be able to support and protect not only the grower but the broader industry as to how to manage that issue. Um, the central pivot for that system is the AMGA and the, and the general manager. We've got up to 40 communicators there to be able to support and manage a, an issue. We've got technical experts such as yourself, um, which are there to be able to provide real-time technical advice to be able to understand the implications, whether it's for food safety or for supply chain integrity or quality assurance. And we've got a whole array of tools that can be there to track and manage an issue, tracking things in social media, liaising with media and managing journalists that are knocking on the front door of any farm. It, there's a whole system set up there, ready to, to ready to roll, to be able to support growers and protect them and their industry from reputation damage. I think if we if we just step back to the three very simple steps of AmSafe, which recalling the poster with the little mushroom holding the phone, it's basically pick up that phone and tell someone. Speak to that number, let us know what's happening. Say nothing beyond that initial call and then wait for advice. And those three critical steps, I think you'd agree, are steps that can avert a crisis becoming a crisis. I think the critical thing for, to manage any issue for, on behalf of the industry is coordination. Now, AmSafe and the system and the rigorous systems that are there are really critical to ensure that not only are you enhanced and protected when it comes to being able to have a message, but the broader industry is, is as well. So AmSafe is really simple. It's a number that growers can call if they think they've seen something on their farm that's an issue that, they, that needs to be addressed, or at least a question that needs to be answered. So there's a person there 24-7, they're ready to support them and answer their questions. Ultimately, they'll be there to be able to support them and understand the implications, not only for their business, but for the broader industry themselves. I think it'd be fair to say, Patrick, you have, under the auspice of the Port and the Valley team, um, a great deal of expertise, clearly, in communication. But specifically for mushrooms, in the Mushroom Industry Risk Management Plan, you have a whole lot of preemptive information that's there ready to go on a whole lot of topics and issues. So the issues management plan that I've got in my hand here ensures that the industry can respond in a coordinated, effective manner. It sets objectives and guiding principles for communicating and responding to threats. It's got some clear protocols and procedures for growers and industry representatives. It identifies some of the key reputation risks and gives recommendations for how to manage these in the public domain. And it provides primary evidence points about the Australian mushroom industry linked to the various risks that are there. But what does that mean in practice? Well, it essentially means we've got a simple, clear system to be able to proactively and preemptively either address or respond to issues with and a whole range of spokespeople that are there to be able to speak on behalf of the industry if that's required along with the different communication channels that need to be there when we need to communicate, whether it's directly to other growers, whether it's industry, whether it's media, whether it's on social media, whether it's often the most important audience, retailers, government, regulators, all the various stakeholders that we need to respond to, we've mapped them out, we've got some pre-approved messaging, but we've got a clear, simple system that we can draw on to ensure that the grower gets the information they need the support they need to manage their, repu their reputation effectively. So really, two very critical components there are those, is that factual foundation and the communication plan that gets that out. And I think in a couple of case studies that we're going to talk through now, 
we're going to see the contrast of how that can be very well done or how it can actually lead to a disaster. So what we're going to do now is look at some of the what to do's and what not to do's or the Armageddon's or best practice when it comes to crisis and issues management. And I think it's one that's been communicated a lot, but the Nanos Berries case from 2015 is a, I think, a really important example of how not being on the front foot and not getting, not communicating when you need to can show the significant ramifications of, of not actually doing things properly. Now, some of you may have heard about this issue, but it was February 2015, Paddy's Foods, who were the owners of frozen mixed berries, had some uncertainty and concerns about potential hepatitis A contamination in some of its product. And to their credit, they decided to do a voluntary recall of their product, despite the fact that they didn't exactly know that whether there was or was uh, exposure to hepatitis A, but they did try to do the right thing and do a recall. Unfortunately, though, they, they did that recall and didn't follow it through with any communication. They did the recall on the Thursday, and by Friday afternoon, people were asking questions about why was that recall needed and was it safe? And it wasn't until Saturday when the Department of Health jumped in and then gave a impromptu press conference. So, Patrick... Whilst the company initiated that recall, you're saying there was no communication to back up what they did? No. So they, they, they put out their, the standardary recall stuff that you would, legal and all that sort of stuff on the Thursday afternoon for Friday. But then they... Went home for the weekend? They simply didn't communicate very much thereafter at all. So much so that the government stepped in on Saturday and tried, tried to basically... Uh, and, and effectively, they linked Nana's frozen mixed berries with multiple cases of hepatitis A across Australia. Now, at that point, Nana's needed to again step in to be able to communicate, and they simply didn't. They went AWOL for the weekend. And by the time they came back on Monday, there was TV clips of supply chains, TV clips of berries being sourced from from China, and they'd lost complete control of the story. So did they step up at that point and provide answers to the questions that had been raised? After the 48 hours that had run through the weekend, they came out, they did issue a statement, a very non-definitive one, and I've actually got it here, where it says, there are still no facts. We are working very hard with the health department to actually prove that there's a direct link of hep A with those berries. Now, that is the most uncertain message that you need to send. If you, once you do communicate, you need to actually communicate definitively, clearly about what's the problem, what are you doing to solve it, and ultimately, why is your product safe? And if it's not, why it's not on the shelves and how you're fixing it so that you can then come back and um, uh, communicate again when it's safe to do so. So then your consumer has confidence in not only what you've done, but in the fact that you're protecting them from any risk the product might convey particularly when it comes to food safety. Absolutely. And I think we've got a complete contrast to that Armageddon moment for Nana's Berries. Um, we've got an incident right here in the mushroom industry where there was an incident back in uh, July 2019 where a of mushrooms was found to have been con contaminated with shreds of plastic. Again, a weekend. Why is it things like this always happen on a weekend? But in that case, the producer involved was very proactive very much on the front foot, 
despite the fact there were actually no reported incidents, um, as soon as that was detected, um, there was a recall, customers were notified, retailers were notified, it was drawn from sale, they faced the media over the weekend, and essentially it became a non-issue because the questions had been answered. And they filled the information vacuum with facts. Yeah. That's the most critical thing. You need to have certainty in the way in which you communicate. You need to be definitive about the course of action and why you're taking it. And ultimately, you need to ring fence and protect the rest of the industry or the rest of your business from uh, from any concerns or ambiguity around the product, the, 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 the issue they're trying to solve. Which would be why the Nana's Berries one is memorable. I think probably to most listeners, they'll recall something back as far as 2015, whereas for most, that there was even a mushroom industry incident would have been forgotten. Now, unfortunately for Patty's Foods, and I'm quoting from their um, their results announcement 12 months on, frozen berries for that business went from $16.7 million a year profit to just $2.1 million. And essentially it was a category killer for the industry more broadly. The, the key points to take away from of what not to do in the Nanny's Berries case was, A, they didn't clearly communicate pretty much throughout the entire uh, process. Once there was a vacuum and once there was misinformation out in the market, they needed to step in. They needed to declare what they, were, what they would do to fix the problem and they needed some clear protocol, clear messages of how they were going to um, protect and, and fix the problem. Ultimately, for Patty's Foods, the company went from $16.7 million in 2015 in profit to down to $2.1 million. So I think the key thing to understand throughout is that some key messages. One, you need to fill a vacuum. If there's misinformation out there about anything to do with the industry, you need to fill it in with facts, define the problem, and ultimately show what you're going to do to fix it. You need to gain control and be able to gain control of the situation. Ultimately, if, if you're in an organisation that if there's misinformation out in the market, you need to fill the vacuum. You need to be getting up on a Saturday, front-footing it, declaring the problem and what you're doing to fix it. You need to take control. And then when you do do that, you need to be certain in your messaging in terms of how it's happening and why consumers could be reassured that the business or the organisation or the industry is protecting and enhancing the product that they most value. And whilst many of our listeners might say, well, what's that? What's going to happen in the mushroom industry? Is there really, it could happen to anyone. And I think the structures that the Australian mushroom industry have in place, and they're structures that have actually been copied by other industries. So in podcast number three, we're going to hear from the strawberry industry. And many of you will be familiar with the needles and strawberries incident. They now have the same structure as the Mushroom Industries AmSafe program um, to manage risk and crisis in berries. But I'll leave that for podcast three. But the important thing here is to come back to AmSafe, that Patty's is an individual company. But in the case of the mushroom industry, you have a mechanism that provides that same approach that Patrick's just outlined in terms of a stepped approach of stop, notify, think through, draw on the experts, and then communicate with a unified voice. And if we do that, we should be able to effectively manage any crisis that's thrown at us. And I think the, the last thing to say on all that is that you've also got an, a, a resource that's there to protect your business. If you've got a, an issue that's happening on your farm, whether it's, whether it's to do with health or safety or food safety or whatever it may be, if it's a small issue, 
the experts and the people can step in to be able to support you. They can help you with communication. They can help you with the messaging that you need to be able to not only support your own business, but naturally they'll support the broader industry reputation as well. But these people are there to support you as an individual business owner as well. So to every grower out there, let me just finish by giving you the, the clear message on the AmSafe number. Please give us a call. We are there to assist you. The AmSafe hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And call us 0457 440 298. We're there to support you. We're there to support the industry. So please give us a ring if you've got any concerns.